at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Well, but as you know, we also profile individuals and profile companies. We do the same this time with the companies called Media Basics, and the MD is Imboneni Mulaudzi. Uh, so let's get his story in terms of where he is now, and, and more importantly, you know, that journey in terms of how has he got you in the first place. Imboneni, good chatting to you. Hi. Uh, good morning, Ashraf. Good morning, uh, indeed. Right, so, so let's talk about Media Basics. Who, who is Media Basics? Um, we are essentially a small agency uh, started about um, seven years ago oh. in 2006, and we offer really uh, five key strategic services, uh, uh, being strat- uh, communication strategy uh, development, media relations, we do communications project management, we do media buying, and also stakeholder engagement, and uh, that's an area where perhaps we have n- we've not done mm-hmm. quite a whole lot, but Really, what I would say, we facilitate conversations. Okay, so so lots of interesting things. Facilitate conversations is the overall thing. It's probably what I'm doing right now, even as I talk to, to you and to people listening uh, anyway, right? What are the most significant, the three most significant things that, that you have done through this company? Well, I mean, we have, uh, you know, we've done quite a bit of work for different uh, uh, companies and organizations, both public sector and uh, uh, private sector organizations. We happen to be doing, we've done work for the the National Prosecuting Authority Mm. during some of the difficult times and you know, you, some of you would remember. Difficult for them or difficult for you? I'm just checking. <laughs> not difficult for me. Uh, okay. Difficult at the time because of kind of the kind of work and the yeah, profile yeah. They, were, they were looking at. But even when uh, some of the work was quite exciting, you know, uh, some of you would remember when they did. Uh, I think it was called Strategy uh, 2020. Mm. We were doing work. They have done work uh, for home affairs when they were doing the turnaround. People started talking very positively about the home affairs. At the time, we happened to have been doing work for. So, the so interesting. I mean, you've done lots of sort of government-aligned type of work. We've also yeah. done work, for example, for Transnet as right. well. In fact, uh, uh, we we met previously when we were doing. Um, I think that was two weeks ago. We we're doing work for the national uh, for for NAFCO. NAFCO, absolutely, yes. yes. And, and you did a great job. Let me just say that on the year, I, I thought just the way you connected people together and able to access people for us was just absolutely brilliant. Thank you yeah. very much. Mm. And also for one of the global companies, they, they ran uh, the companies called AT Canada, a management consulting company. They were doing, they were, we had literally about three days to pull together. Uh, they wanted to talk about uh, FDI confidence index, which they do globally. And it happened to be coming at the same time when the UN was issuing the FDI. But we pulled it, I think we got quite a lot of media interested in what it is that they were doing mm-hmm. and within three days uh, so, so ultimately I, mean, is, uh, I understand you could, do, you could do different things but let, let's take in terms of your core business is your yeah. core business to gain publicity for your clients is your core business to advise your clients when they face the media how they should face them or just give them strategic advice on a consultancy basis and they pay you a fee that you can't always you know, comprehend from their point of view uh, you know, we, we, what, what's the core business here um, by and large, as I said, we are a strategic uh, communications agency. We advise clients on strategy and how it is that they must. I remember ultimately the issue is that clients want to get credibility and they must be seen to be credible. Ultimately, it will extend to getting to getting publicity, but you've got to advise them initially. How really do they get to that point? And the core issue being that... Uh, 
anyone, particularly when you're dealing with private sector clients, but even the public sector, the issue is that they want to be credible in the market. They want to be credible uh, to their stakeholders. So we make sure that we advise, we give them strategic advice. But of course, uh, you don't end at strategic advice. They, they also want to get publicity. So you take them through that, but it must be on the basis of uh, understanding what it is that they want to achieve. And that's, that's essentially what we do. As I say, we facilitate conversations with their stakeholders, be mm. it uh, wh- when you're a, a public sector organization, you've got the public out there that has got a whole lot of interest. When you're a private sector organization, you're a profit organization, you want your clients or your prospects to have a sense of belief in what it is that you, you offer mm-hmm. them. So we give them an advice. Of course, your, your measurement would be not just how you make your clients happy, but money in the bank. I mean, how, how successful have you been in doing just that? Are you rich? Uh, no, no, no. Very, very far. From <laughs> I've been running so there. Your, your son who's sitting alongside you is like, Dad, I need to go. Are you going to say, oh, look, I've got money, but I don't have enough money. I mean, uh, how do you measure your success? Well, look, it's, uh, I think when, when my clients are getting the kind of results that they get uh, to, to me, that's, uh, for, I would measure that as uh, being successful. Of course, uh, you know, one of the issues that I raised when I was having conversations with you is mm. uh, uh, when you run a small organization, people, t- irrespective of what it is that you, you've done successfully, they tend to say maybe we don't really need to pay you that much because mm. you have a small organization. And so you've got to kind of balance what it is that you will do to get clients to succeed in what they do and what it is that they pay you. And uh, there's always sometimes a disjuncture between what they want to pay you of course, and what yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you will get them right. exactly. Anybody wants to chat to Imbonani Mulaudzi, I think we're having a really interesting chat about just his own career uh, in, in, in strategic communications. He's the MD of uh, Media Basics. You can uh, certainly call in 089 104207. Uh, particularly if you actually cross paths with him in some other you know, work and you actually are impressed or maybe not so. I, either way, uh, happy to, to get your calls on this issue. Would, would you then, if I said, are you successful? Would you say yes to that? Uh, um, I would only really say perhaps I'm on my way there. Mm. Uh, You know, they say... Uh, I met a gentleman at some point called John Berry. He was saying, you know what, when you are running an organization, it takes time for, for it to actually get there, particularly if you are doing the things in the right way and you, are, you, are, you, you continue to make sure that the organization is uh, credible and it's got integrity. So we've, I've been running the organization for about seven years. In fact, I'm bringing in other uh, business partners. So people out there talk about what it is that we do. Uh, you know, starting from humble beginnings, but I, I think we are on our way there, mm. we haven't we haven't reached there. We continue to to build the organization, and uh, we we're not as 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 successful as yet. But uh, you know they say in Africans, biki biki makmir. You know we're getting there slowly, but uh, yeah. Not why there. why did you start this business? What what were you doing before, and, and what got you thinking? Hold it, I need to get into. Uh, into strategic communications? Uh, uh, I trained as a journalist mm-hmm. uh, in... Uh, 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 I was I studied at Rhodes University, mm-hmm. but after that I left and I went to study in Scotland. Uh, I did an MSc uh, degree in media management. Mm-hmm. So my interest has always been in the media space. And before that I worked for an organization called Smeka TWS and also worked in government as well, in newspapers as well. But so you, under- uh, you understand it, all things? It, it, essentially, um, I mean... This were during various times of the of my career. So uh, 
SABC included, but not in radio, in television, mm, mm, uh, as a Business Day TV at that time, before it, it went to summit. And I also spent a I bit think it's of time. Business Day TV once again. I guess, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. In fact, I was talking to Venon Matsopoulos about yeah. it that you've reverted. But essentially, I've, I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing really people talk and have those kind of conversations that talk to the to what it is that they do. I was talking to a friend as I was coming here that he was saying, Are you a spin doctor? I was saying, No, I don't re- I don't spin. You know, that's not my interest. Mm. We make communication simple. We simplify communication and get people to talk and understand each other because I think quite a lot tends to happen when people don't understand each other, when you talk past each other. So what we try and do with organizations is, is they must be understood for what it is that they want mm. they are doing or what it okay. is that they want but, but, to but your, but your But your reason then to go it alone to start a communication what, what was your vision at that stage? Because I mean you go away from the security of having being employed right. to now being the employer you're the boss but goodness you need to pay the bills as well, right? True. Uh, part of it was uh, uh, obviously I understood the space uh, the, the media and communication space and I thought uh, uh, you know, there is a possibility for one to make a living out of that. But it, uh, I think running one's o- own organization allows you the flexibility. So it allowed me the flexibility to be able to do other things that I may be interested in. Unlike when you are employed. When you are employed, you've got to make sure that your uh, your boss wants to make sure that you're there from mm-hmm. 9 to 5. And there may be other things that you are interested in doing. And it's not so easy to do them when you're employed. Yeah. So, so, so what is your first big break? Because, you know, often we always say about that one client. Get the first one and the second one will follow. I'm, I'm Who is your first client? I'm, I'm still waiting for the big break. But uh, uh, the first client ever uh, was uh, an organization called Caesar Medical Fund. Okay. They were, it was a small, I, I think when I left, I had taken a salary, a, a salary, a 50% salary cut. And I, tried to sell whatever I could sell so I don't have too many bills. But that first break was Caesar Medical Fund. They were our first client ever and uh, paying as little as, uh, uh, you know, what we could get. And we took the client and uh, I happened at the time to, because I didn't fight with my previous employers when I left. Very so important I, 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 I continued to assist them. Some of the work I was doing was in fact in part uh, to, uh, to the benefit of my, my former uh, employer. Okay. So they were my first client, but I'm still waiting for the big break. So, so what, you, really what, what, what would then break. be the big break for you? Uh, you, you know, when um, uh, people, for example, continue to say uh, you are small, you haven't employed, and mm-hmm. I've stayed away from overemploying because you need to get a big client that you would say you will sign uh, say uh, for more than two years, then you can you employ can the that can justify the employ mm-hmm. the, the employment of many other people. So if you were to get a sizable account, and I'm not even going to talk about the money, but one that will continue to pay you at least. Uh, you know, something relatively good enough to pay several staff members. Uh, whether, you know, as I said, we do media buying, we do strategic advice, it doesn't matter in which area it is. So, so that would be the kind of a, a client that you would mm. get and you would say, you know, I have a three-year contract and you know that every other month you've got resources that will spend time Absolutely. towards that. So, so how, how difficult then is it for someone like yourself to break in? I mean, I'm just thinking about where you are in this industry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all industries, they don't want newcomers. Why would they want them? I mean, that, that's pretty obvious, right? True. But, but there's also a sense, and it's an argument we often have, that uh, particularly, you know, marketing and PR mm. uh, and advertising is, is uh, incredibly white-heavy, if I can call it that. Yes. Right? It's probably still 80, 90% as much as that dominated by, uh, by, by that population group. So 
there's this perception that others can't necessarily deliver. Uh, is that a bigger problem for you then, considering it, it's that lopsided? Yeah. And then you, you're a newcomer yeah. with, a, with not a great threat record, yeah. and you just happen also to be black. And then how, how then do you break in and get those disadvantages going for you? It's, uh, it's, uh, I must say it's, it's been difficult, and I think that's why you tend to find that small agencies like ours tend to do more work for, for government because uh, they are perhaps there are more people who are more ready to willing and to explore what it is that you can do. But once we have done work with several organizations, the result and the kind of feedback that you get has always been quite positive. Mm -hmm. And as I was saying just before we started the interview, when you are a small organization and you are given a small job, you've got, you know that it's probably your last job if you don't do well. Absolutely. So you try your best to make sure that you do well and you end up turning you, you have to spend a lot of time on that small job that you do it and you do it so absolutely well it's like that they will call you again most uh, I must say for example even when we talk about they talk about tenders I think probably ever since we, we did uh, we, the company was started seven, uh, seven years ago we would probably have only done about three tenders only uh, where, where we've done them successfully most of the work that we do is uh, refer uh, uh, through references which is really what you want uh, people say you know what we've done a great job with this company and they continue to refer us and we therefore do by all means this, I was talking, telling you about the staff and the staff know that they, I, generally we can't tolerate to mess up because they know that it affects us directly it will affect their salaries yeah. it will affect whether we get bonuses because whether people will pay us or will want to do work with us will depend on that Indeed. so it's, it's essentially that but uh, I suppose it helps that in the past you know we, I had worked Seneca uh, TWS was relatively a big organization. So it helped in that uh, there were quite a number of clients that we had interacted with and even though I had a role in that organization, uh, a lot of people then tend to know what it is that you can do. Remember in our business, like in consulting, people essentially don't buy the, the company. They buy the individuals. Mm. It's the, the skill that the individual can bring. So once you build a good track record and people know what you can deliver on, they tend to have a trust that you will indeed deliver. Yeah, good point. So, yeah. so last time, two things. A, ad advice you can... Uh, I'm not suggesting others must go and copy your whole company and, and take your business, but just, you know, people listening, as we know, we get many people who are interested in communications uh, there, or even students listening as I talk to you. Just, just your advice you would, you would give them, but also as, as you answer that, wh why do you think, you know, what's the one thing uh, in terms of qualities that you possess that has got you to where you are today? I think uh, uh, being honest and always uh, remaining with that sense of integrity, what it is, th whatever it is that you do, uh, you know, if you uh, you do something with a client and you make a mistake, mm. be ready to accept. You know what? I messed up here, and this is how I'm going to fix it. Uh, uh, I found that that has uh, uh, kept us in the game uh, throughout because where we make a mistake, whether it's from a financial perspective, where if somebody has built incorrectly, you say to the client, "I've built you incorrectly. This is how I'm going to fix it," and you fix it. Uh, I found that that has relatively kept us in the game uh, by and large, you know. Okay. The, and of course, choosing um, the niche, you know. Uh, I could have chosen many, many things in the thing, but mm -hmm. we chose only really five 
key things and said, this is what we can do. We don't want to do everything. Because if you try and do everything, ultimately you won't do the things that you, th- those things mm. do well. So if someone said, host, uh, uh, do the communications for the sharks against bulls, you're going to say no. Yeah, it's if, not your if, if it's things that we don't know, we try, uh, we make sure that we don't do. And if somebody, if a client insists that, you know, I know you've done a, a wonderful job in that area, what I will tell, to, I will tell them is, I will bring in the skill that can do that work and it, it will cost you this much and if they agree then we do it with the people that are good at what it is that they okay. do because yeah. if you don't do that and we, you can't be good at everything none of us is of so course. make Indeed. sure that we bring people All that right. are good well good chatting to you in Buneni Mulaudzi MD of uh, Media Basics check him out I mean just my personal experiences and I made the point earlier on uh, at the NAFCA conference uh, certainly from an, a broadcast point of view in terms of me as a presenter where inevitably on an outside broadcast things go wrong they, they do go wrong but my opinion is probably one of the best broadcasts I've done and one is, is praise to my own backroom team here at SAFM, but uh, on the outside, the link man in Budeni Mulawazi was critically important. So well done to you, I think. Thank you, you very much, and thanks for having me on, the sh- on your show. Huge role indeed. Somebody who's also got things right, by the way, is Zapiro, is gets things far more right than wrong, but sometimes he does get things wrong. Well, it depends if he's got you as a caricature, don't you think?